Here they come. They're riding fast and they're riding hard. It's time for excitement and adventure in the West with Bobby Benson and the B Bar B Riders. And now for today's thrilling story, The Lost Tribe. Down the winding, dusty road that wanders south through the Big Bend country of Texas to the B Bar B Ranch on the Rio Grande rolls a station wagon with a trailer attached. Now, there's nothing unusual about the trailer except there are steel bars on its small windows. In the station wagon, the driver talks to his companion. That must be the B-Barbie ahead of us. Yep, it's got to be. I'd sure be glad to get there, Colonel. It's been a long trip. Well, that ranch is just a jumping-off place for us, Geek. Now, my dope is that those white Indians live about 50 miles below the border in the Mexican mountains. I say, Colonel, don't you think you're maybe biting off a little more than you can chew this time? Geek, my boy, Colonel Coffin's colossal carnival has always presented the most astonishing attraction. And next season, I'll top them all with the lost tribe of white Indians. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I just wondered about them Indians. Maybe they like it where they are. Maybe they like being lost. Now, just leave everything to me. I'll haul them out of their native haunts if I have to hypnotize them into it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't put it past you. And I haven't forgotten how. Yeah, that's how I started in show business, geek. As Professor Zingo. The man whose eyes you can't resist. <laughs> ah, those were the days. But I think the days ahead will be far from dull. Howdy, boys. Fine day, isn't it? Hello. Gentlemen, I'll introduce myself. I'm Colonel Charles Custer Coffin. Owner and general manager of Colonel Coffin's Colossal Carnival. And this is my assistant geek, uh, Lockenbar Jones. Uh, pleased to meet you. Howdy. Hey, you mean you run one of them carnivals where a feller pays you a dollar and if you can drive a nail straight? I have had such attractions in my shows, yes. Mister, did you know that's a crooked racket? As crooked as the nails you try to drive? No. Yes, sir. It cost me three dollars and six bits to find out. Well, I'll investigate immediately when I return to winter quarters. Now, uh, tell me, uh, could you boys direct me to the owner of the ranch? Oh, I own the ranch, but I'm not the boss. You want to talk to Tex Mason, the foreman. Here he comes now. Howdy, gentlemen. Tex, this is Colonel Coffin and, uh, uh Mr. Jones. Lock and Var Jones. Uh, mighty happy to meet you, Mr. Mason. Glad to know you, sir. Anything we can do for you? Why, yes, yes, that's what I wanted to speak to you about. Uh, we're en route to Mexico on an educational expedition. Educational expedition? Yeah, that's right. Uh, word has reached me of a tribe of strange Indians in a hidden valley in those mountains down in Mexico. Uh -huh. Indians who seem to be natural platinum blondes and who have red eyes. <laughs> Someone's been fooling you, Colonel. There aren't any Indians like that. Now, now, just a moment. Uh, look at these color photographs, and I assure you they've not been retouched. Yeah. Well, what do you know? Look, Bobby. Really, they are blondes. And their eyes do look sort of red. Well, I wouldn't believe it if I hadn't seen the pictures. Uh, I intend to bring a group of these Indians, or perhaps the whole tribe, back to this country and feature them with my carnival next season. Oh, you're going to exhibit them as freaks. <laughs> Mr. Mason, you use blunt language. Well, the situation sort of calls for blunt language, Colonel. 
I never held with hauling simple folks out of their natural surroundings and exhibiting them in sideshows. Yes, but they'll have the best of can be well paid. Well, it's your business, not mine, Colonel. Now, let's forget it for a while. You'll uh, stay for supper. Be glad to. We hope to get an early start into Mexico. Uh, I understand it is possible to ford the river here at low water. Well, uh... uh <laughs> I have the necessary permit. Well, you can get across now, all right, although the old Rio Grande can rise ten feet overnight. Uh, may I hold on to these color photos for a little while? I want to show them to a good friend of mine who knows a lot about Indians. That's perfectly okay. And now, if you don't mind, we'll park our car and trailer by your career. No, go right ahead. Come along, geek. Lock and bar. Yes, sir. Gee, that's a good-looking trailer they have. Yes. But why do you suppose they have steel bars on the window? I think I know, Bobby, and I don't like any part of it. Parker, I have something I want to show you. Uh, what, El Giano? Take a look at these pictures. Do they mean anything to you? Hmm. El Tejano, where do you get these pictures? Some old carnival showman who just arrived at the ranch owns them. What's it all about? Los Indios Blancos, the white Indians, El Tejano. Not many know of these people. They'd be lost tribe. A lost tribe? Uh, they're not like live the way we live, so they stay lost. Oh. They live in deep valley down the Sierra Madre. We who know help keep their secret. They'd be happy there, El Tejano. Yeah, maybe they're smarter than we are. Well, <clears throat> the lost tribe has been found, Harker. Huh? And Colonel Coffin plans to use them as attractions in a sideshow next season. El Tejano, that'd be a real crime to take those people from their valley. This man must not do that. Well, what can we do about it? It'd be okay, me go warn them, El Tejano. We know where they live. Sure, compadre. And you can count on us to help if your friends need help. <laughs> I just saw Harker head across the river into Mexico. What's cooking? He's just going to warn some friends about a little matter, Bobby. You mean he knows those white Indians? Yes, and he feels the same way I do. That it wouldn't do them any good to become sideshow freaks. Well, they're sure strange looking. I'd like to see them myself. I think they're albinos, Bobby. Albinos? Yes, you find them in all races. People who lack coloring matter in their skin. So they're white-skinned, white-haired, and they have pink eyes. Almost like rabbits. They aren't freaks. Any more than a person with a lot of freckles is a freak. Just the way they happen to be made. Oh, there, Mason. I was looking for you. Oh, yes, Colonel? We uh, we may need some extra help on our expedition to offer opportunities to those red-eyed Indians. Oh, I was wondering... Now, if... Colonel, if you want me to lend you a couple of my hands, the answer is plain no. <laughs> Mason, I think you're a bit of a sentimentalist. Well, to be freaks in a sideshow would be slavery to those tribesmen. Well, I'll pay them well. Why, I've got a load of free gifts for them in the trailer. I can imagine gaudy junk that'll influence them to sign some sort of a contract with you. I'm sorry you feel that way about it, Mason, because I intend to bring a group of those people out of Mexico. And you can't stop me. Well, maybe I can't stop you, Colonel, but I sure don't have to help you either. Well, I'll have Tia Maria make a hot breakfast for you, though. <laughs> you're a strange man. You oppose what I'm doing, yet you're generous with your hospitality. Colonel, while you're on this ranch, you're our guest. We'll treat you as such. That has nothing to do with your business south of the border. But it's only fair to warn you, you may run into a lot of trouble. I don't scare easy, Mason. I'm just warning you anyway. Well, make yourself comfortable now until tomorrow morning. I'm sorry I can't wish you luck on your journey. <laughs> An honest man. I didn't know there were any left. Hey, boss. 
Uh, boss, we going to take any of these cowhands with us into Mexico? I'm afraid not, Geek. The foreman, it seems, has scruples. Hey, are they catching scruples? Well, I'm sure you're immune, Geek. But uh, it seems he doesn't approve of our venture. Why did you offer him some dough, huh? That wouldn't change his mind. But we're liable to have trouble begging them wild men by ourselves. Now, don't worry, my boy. I'm prepared for any emergency. I even have here a few bottles of a pleasant-tasting liquid that will make them quite easy to handle. Oh, knockout drops, huh? <laughs> Gosh, Colonel, I gotta hand it to you. Ah, you better turn in. We're leaving in the morning, and we've got some rough country to cover before our guide meets us and shows us where those white Indians are hiding. <laughs> Colonel Coffin, the carnival owner, and his helper, Geek Jones, have stopped overnight at the B-Bar-B Ranch on their way into the Mexican mountains where they hope to capture some white Indians with strange red eyes. Tex Mason doesn't like their project, but for the time isn't able to stop the two carnival men. Tex and Bobby watch the colonel and Geek as they prepare to cross the Rio Grande into Mexico. At the wheel of his car, the colonel calls to Tex. Well, Mason, sure you won't relent and let at least one of your men go with me? I'll pay $10 a day. Uh, say, did, did you say $10 a day? That's what I said, in cash, too. That's a lot of money. How about it, Mason? Well, I don't know. Uh, Wendy, would you really like to go along on this trip? Well, shucks, Tex, not unless you said it was okay. Well, I reckon I can spare you for a week. Well, okay, if you want to go along, you better get ready. Yes, sir, and I'll be ready to leave time you get that motor warmed up, Colonel. Man, $10 a day. Thanks, Mason, I'm glad you changed your mind. Uh, we'll drive on down and have a look at the river. Your cowboy can catch up with us there. Geeks, I don't get it. Don't get what, Bobby? The way you changed your mind about that fellow. First you were all against him going after those white Indians. And now you let Windy go with him. Bobby, before this thing is over, we may have to help those Indians. And it may be a lot better to have Windy in the colonel's camp. But what are we going to do? We'll know more about that when Harker comes back. But I've got a strong hunch we'll be doing something. <laughs> Tex, things have been quiet around the ranch since Wendy left with the colonel. Calm before the storm, Bobby. They've only been gone two days. But uh, maybe I've been worrying for nothing. After all, those white Indians have been taking care of themselves for years. And other... Huh? Harka! We were wondering when you'd get back. Did you see the white Indians, Harka? Santiano, this be bad business down there. You mean this Colonel Coffin managed to get into that hidden valley where your friends are? See, si, you get there. And Windman be with him. Where'd that be, Aldano? Well, I had an idea. It might be a good thing to have one of our own hands along with him, Harker. What's happening down there, Harker? The Blancos think this colonel man be magic maker. Blancos say he bewitched Chief. He look hard at Chief. Chief do everything he say. Chief tell one family they have to go away with Colonel. Now, how did he put that over? And that not be all. Those Blancos, they have some gold. Not much, but enough to buy what things they need. Now this colonel, make them give him gold. Huh? They not do it. He say he make them slaves to his eyes. Well, he's liable to get himself killed fooling around like that. How did you learn all this? Me watch from brush. And friends tell me what happened. El Tejano, if those people have to leave and travel in tent, it not be good. Other times any Blancos go away. They die quick. Yes, I know, Harker. Well, can't the Mexican government stop him? I don't know, Bobby. I suppose he's within his rights offering those Indios what must seem like a lot of money to appear with a traveling show. But this business of bewitching the chief and looting those natives of their gold, I don't go for that. We'll be ready to ride on down there at daybreak, Harker. Uh, Bobby, what are you talking about? I know you, Tex. Those white Indians need help. So it's our job to help them. Well, we're not leaving at daybreak. Oh, Tex. We're riding south at midnight. <laughs> Oh, 
Why, uh, what seems to be the trouble, Wendy? I come down here to help you find these engines so you could talk to them about maybe going with your show. I didn't sign up to help you rob them of what little they have. Why, my good man, I'm not robbing them. I'm selling them things they desire very much. Yeah, them little plastic do-jiggers you can buy in any dime store back in the States, telling them their charms against witchcraft. Sell them for gold. Wendy, come here. Next to me. Oh, no, I won't. Maybe I'm dumb sometimes, but not so dumb I can't tell you're a crook. Wendy, look at me. I'm looking right at you. Look right into my eyes. Huh? You see nothing. Hear nothing but me. Oh? Look into my eyes. I am your master. Gosh, I feel kind of funny. Look. Look. Look! You got funny eyes. Just one big eye looking at me. I am your master. What I say, you must do. What you say, I must do. What I do is the right thing to do. What you do is the right thing to do. Master. Master. I'd hate to get caught in this canyon in a cloudburst. Uh, it'd be a bad place when it rained, all right. But it only way into a hidden valley where white Indians live. Well, how much farther do we have to ride, Arca? It'd not be very far enough, Bobby boy. No wonder those Blancos have been able to keep away from civilization. This is one canyon too narrow for even a jeep to travel. Uh, and nobody knows about going through waterfall, except those who know Blancos. Yeah, going through a waterfall? You mean this stream comes from a waterfall? Sail, Daniel. That's the only way into hidden valley. Around next bending canyon, we see it. After that, we soon be in place of lost tribe. Jackson, have you figured out what you're going to do when you get there? Bobby, I haven't, because I don't know what we'll be up against. First, I guess we'll just try and persuade this colonel he's all wrong. Persuade, Tex? <laughs> there are a lot of ways of being persuasive, Bobby. You can use talk, and uh, you can use your hands when they're doubled up. Hey, look at those falls. They cover the whole end of the canyon. Marco, where does all that water go to? There's only a little trickling down this stream bed. The rest of water go down hole in ground. See, just below Falls, underground river, me think. Oh, yeah, sure. There are a lot of them down here in the Sierra. But look, the trail ends in the waterfall. We can't go any further. Oh, gosh, what are we going to do? Get ready now. You follow me. Ride your horse right at waterfall. Not stop. But Harker... Harker knows what he's doing, Bobby. You just follow him. We go now. Under the caballo. hidden by waterfall, but water only a few inches thick. A oh, curtain of water hiding the trail, Bobby. And that's why the white Indians have had so much privacy up until now. Soon we'd be out of tunnel into other canyon. Then we'd be in Hidden Valley. Now, well, then let's ride, fellas. Look out, Dejano. There'd be village of Lost Tribe. There's hardly more than a dozen huts. There certainly aren't many of them. What are we going to do, Tex? Bobby, we're going to keep right on riding, right into the village. We'll find out exactly what this carnival character is doing. And we'll find out a few things from Wendy, too. I don't see Wendy or the colonel. Maybe they'll be in hut. Well, we'll soon find out. Oh, I almost forgot one thing. Whoa, whoa, Ginger. Who, who, What'd you forget, Tex? I forgot I still had my pistols on. I'll put them in my saddlebag. 
We're on a peaceful mission, Bobby. Show of guns isn't necessary. I just hope you won't need it in a hurry. So do I. Hey, let's go. Hey, Tex, look. Huh? Oh, whoa, oh, Ginger. What's the matter with that man? He looks like he didn't hear us. Hey, Wendy, wait up! Hey, Wendy, what's wrong with you? Why don't you speak? Hello, Bobby. Gosh, Wendy, it's mighty good to see you, fella. Uh, where's Colonel Coffin? Don't bother him. What do you mean, don't bother him? He is not to be disturbed when he sleeps. He don't like it. Oh, I didn't know he was asleep. Say, Wendy, what's going on here? There's nothing wrong here. Everything the master does is good. The master? What was that again? Everything he does is right. Colonel, me think Windman be bewitched too. Windy, let me look at your eyes. No. I said look me in the eyes. I look in no one's eyes but his. It's wrong to look in any eyes but the eyes of the master. Take something is terribly wrong. I know it, son. Windy has either been drugged or hypnotized. Hypnotized? Yes, my hunch was right. This Colonel Coffin must be a hypnotist. I can get Wendy out of it if I can only get him to look straight at me. Wendy, look at me. No, I don't have to do what you tell me to do, Tex. Only what he tells me to do. We've got to get Wendy out of this some way. Harker, where are all the Blancos? They go hide when you come in village. They're not like white men too good right now, me think. Well, find your friends among them. Find out what's going on and tell them we're here to help them. See you, Tano. Me do. Well, what a surprise. Uh, I didn't expect you to visit us, Tex Mason. Uh, Colonel, suppose you tell me just what's happened to Wendy here. Happened? Why, Wendy, there's nothing wrong with you, is there? No, sir. Nothing wrong with me. You're happy here and I treat you well, don't I? Yes, sir. I'm happy. You treat me well. Let's skip all this nonsense, Colonel. Either you or someone else has hypnotized this cowboy. And from what I hear, you've got the chief of the village under hypnosis, too. Now, what's it all about? Now, I'll ask one. What business is it of yours? I understand you're looting this tribe of the little gold it has. That makes it business for the Mexican police. The police know nothing of this tribe except rumors. And they don't know how to get in here. Often you're up to no good here, and you know it. Now, the smartest thing for you to do is to ride out to where you left your station wagon and trailer and head back to the United States. <laughs> A very pretty speech, Mason. Unfortunately, it is a demand. But a demand that doesn't mean anything since I notice your pistol holster is empty. I don't need a gun to straighten out things down here. Wendy. Yes, Master. Hold your gun and point it at Tex Mason and the boy. Yes, sir. And now, Mason, I can assure you that he'll shoot both of you if I tell him to. Coffin, do you think you're going to get away with that? Keep your gun pointed at them, Wendy, while I decide whether or not I want you to pull the trigger. I said, give me that gun. No, no, you don't. I'll take that gun. And don't you go for yours, Coffin. Why, you... Tex, Bobby, what happened? This man had you under control, under hypnosis. Oh, Tex, you took an awful chance there. When he might have pulled that trigger. I don't even want to think about it. I wasn't taking such a big chance. I happen to know that even under hypnosis, a person won't do something bad. Not unless he'd do the same thing of his own free will when fully conscious. You know too much, Mason. No, just enough. Now, Coffin, we've got to decide what to do with you. You walked into the Badlands that time, mister, when you tried to get Windy to shoot us. What happened? I'll tell you about it later, Harker. Yeah. Can you call the Blancos to assemble here? You speak their dialect, don't you? We talk a little bit. I'll call them up then, will you? What do you think you're going to do? You'll find out. Practicing sorcery. Swindling these Indians out of their gold. Oh, I don't know what Harker's saying, but here come the white Indians. And look, 
Cheeks, they have got red eyes. Look, Mason, I've got about $10,000 worth of raw gold. I'll split it with you if you'll just forget this whole thing. Where is it? It's in my hut over there, under the mattress on my cot. Thanks. Now I'll know where to get it when I give it back to these tribesmen. Hey, Colonel. Colonel, what goes on here, huh? Just try it up alongside your boss, little man. Hey, what are you guys doing? Do anyway? what he says, Geek. I, I didn't do nothing. This wasn't my idea. Be I... quiet. Harker, which one is the old chief? That be him, old man who walks like in dreams. What did the Indian say? He said, Chief Bewitched. Don't let the old chief get near this coffin, man. Harker, has the chief got a son? Uh, that be his son who say him bewitched. Well, look, Harker, tell the chief to take his knife and stab his son. But if he gets too close, be ready to act. But, Hannah, how you know he not kill his son? Listen, Harker, I know what I'm doing. It's one sure way of bringing a person out of hypnosis. But I want you to tell the crowd that it's my magic, that I'm lifting the spell. Golly, I hope the chief really likes his son. Sure he does. Now, quiet. Watch. Harker's taking the chief's knife. He's handing it to him. He's pointing at his son. Look. Look, the chief has his knife pointed at his son's chest. Oh, I don't want to look. Suppose something goes wrong. Oh, I can see the chief's eyes. A blank look is going out of them. He recognizes his son. He realizes what he's about to do. Oh, boy, look, he's thrown down his knife and he's hugging his son. It worked. It worked. Now, Harker. Tell the people their gold will be returned to them and their chief is no longer bewitched. Let tell them. Mason, you're going too far. This be bad. They want to kill this man now for making magic. Tell them to forget the whole thing. They'll get their gold back and he'll leave. It seems like I started more than I intended to. Say, we better be getting out of here. They're liable to whittle us up. Them savages ain't gonna kill me. Come on, Keith. A horse is. Hanks, they're getting away on your horses. Grab Amigo's bridle, Bobby. I got him. Steady, boy. Steady, Amigo. Hanks, look. Them two fellas are headed for the tunnel out of this place. We gotta catch them. Well, we've only got one horse between us, so take a couple of deep breaths and start trotting, fellas. <laughs> the waterfall just ahead. Once we're through that, we'll be well on our way. Well, you're going to get awful wet without a horse to carry you through in a hurry. Wendy, swing up behind Bobby on Amigo. Okay. Harker, you grab the stirrup leathers on your side. I'll grab on here. Amigo can tow us through. It'll only take a second. All set, Bobby? All set, Then let's go. Let's go, Amigo! Ah, what a shower bath that was. Mm. Well, we're through. You think we'll ever catch up with those two fellas? That isn't important at this moment. Now, I made a promise to those Blancos that I've got to keep. Harker, mm. you see where the water from the falls runs into that hole down to an underground river? You see. Now, those boulders on the bank, they're big enough to plug that hole, just like putting a stopper in a bottle. Then water go down canyon, not underground. Right. Now, come on, Harker. The two of us can topple them over. I can help. Now, Harker and I can do it. Now, shove, Harker. <laughs> now! Now... One more. Come on. Together. There he goes. Now, we got to get out of this canyon fast. It'll be a river in another hour. Tix, I don't understand. Bobby, I promised the Blancos that bad white men wouldn't invade that peaceful valley again. With a river running through this canyon, no one will be able to get through to hurt the white Indians. Now, let's ride. And so ends another exciting adventure of Bobby Benson and the B-Bar B-Riders. B-Bar B-Ranch has been a presentation of the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, 
the voice of information and education.